Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Ask me. Ask Eliza anything. It's time to ask. Ask me all your questions. Leave them in the Instagram comment section. Leave them on your Twitter or leave them on your Facebook. We'll see them. popular opinion but i think almost no one makes good desserts except for the french and you can't say that because then people are like that's racist if i'm like i don't <laughs> love chinese desserts i'm like i didn't when you say something's racist and i'm talking all you gen z like woke warriors out there racist means you're like one race is superior specifically like white but whatever one race is superior to another me saying i don't love chinese desserts is not hatred. I also don't love Jewish desserts. Like, whatever. You you equally, it seems, just dislike desserts. I like a dessert. I like sweets. I just think, you go to a Chinese restaurant, no, you'll, you're like, okay, I'll have a scoop of green tea ice cream. You know, for the most part. You're like, ooh, red bean ice cream. But you don't, like, seek that out otherwise. I always feel like their whipped creams are very thin. I, I... And I know it's like, well, you're just ignorant. You don't know any better. It's like, okay, I'm always talking about what's available. Even mochi, I find myself eating the ice cream. Oh boy. Out of the middle of the mochi. Because I don't want to chew on a bunch of glutinous chewy chew. You're not excited to be at a Mexican restaurant and you get a sopapilla. It's just <laughs> deep fried ice cream, which is <laughs> most times just ice cream with cornflakes on it. Yeah, I mean, it's tasty, but like by and large, even Italian desserts, I know, mom, I know, I'm making the best almond everything. Not a huge tiramisu fan. I think the French set the bar. Yeah. And everybody else, you know, whether they've occupied your your Vietnam or you're just trying to emulate them like the Chinese do. I think the French, we're all just trying to be as good as the French because they use like full fat, full fruit. But we need to remind people, I think this is important for your perspective, you are not a fan of chocolate. I'm not a fan of chocolate. So that eliminates a big chunk of desserts. I guess I also... I don't know. I just feel like a lot, like Indian desserts are so sweet. Mm. Like it's like almost like toothachingly sweet. People get so defensive. I'm also not like dying to eat a deli rainbow cookie. And a black and white cookie isn't really Jewish. It's just a deli thing. You love a cobbler, a top of a cob. So you know who does desserts well are Germans. Mm. You know, like a strudel Mm. or a streusel. (laughs) Who invented the toaster strudel? Pillsbury. That's a good... Like it's a toaster strudel. Well, famously in Mean Girls, Gretchen Wiener's dad did. But in real life, is that an American thing or a German yes. thing? Yes. If it involves a machine before it and it involves uh, convenience, 
A strudel is a dessert, is a German thing. I feel like that whole like Benelux German area, like it's all going to be like full fat, very European. What we as Americans enjoy, cakes and bakes. You like one donut, which is a donut in In LA. LA. I mean, I like plenty of donuts, but like like Dunkin' Donuts makes terrible donuts. You don't like their donuts. Nobody knows that though. People just eat them. They don't know any better. And it's like, that's a bad donut. If that's what you want. If you want that powder donut where you take, where you bite into it and it goes, and it goes all over your face and your shirt. That's what you want. You just want to be coughing. Yeah. Like, about, coughing you can have sugar. Entenmann's powder donuts. Entenmann's? Entenmann's? Entenmann. Enten- I don't think Enten- there's Enten- another N. Really? <laughs> Their powdered donuts are tasty because they're moist. Dunkin' Donuts, people don't know any better and they should expect better. Coffee, superior. Donuts, haven't probably changed that recipe since the guy made the donuts. I'm just saying. You also like a... Porto's pastry, but you like, do you like that? Or do you like other people to have that? I don't mind a Cuban dessert because they really do things with guava that everyone else should be doing. <laughs> They're ahead. Porto's also does French pastries. Like anything floor, like fancy, like it's always French derived. And mm. then they have like a couple of like Cuban things, which mm-hmm. guava cream cheese, don't mind if I do. What was your wedding cake? Okay. It was passion fruit? Well. Well, I don't want to get into the. Okay. <laughs> it was supposed to be passion fruit. It was mostly and, passion fruit. And the baker baked in a layer of ganache. And I was like, what the fuck is Which this? Which would be my dream of free And she's ganache. like, it's our signature move. And I'm like, oh, okay. So my signature move is that I punch you. <laughs> but you, you, you angled for a, a, would you fair to say like a citrusy It was a vanilla. Was what you. I don't think passion, passion fruit is fruit not in that family. It's vitamin C laden, but I don't think it's citrus. I don't know, but it's a vanilla passion fruit cake. Okay. I'm very Cuban. You know what? I think Latino desserts are tasty times. Yeah, which is why Porto's is the perfect combo for you. Yeah. People in LA are so into that fruit tart they do. They're like, oh, you got the Porto's You get a fruit, fruit tart, tart at any like, it's custard. But that's, see, custard's not a, I don't know. I like a food that has a goo inside of it. You hear that, folks? <laughs> I love gushers. Can't get. Okay. Hi. Question for the pod. I've been working in a nonprofit organization for several years. Yeah. Around the holidays, my supervisor buys a small gift for each member of the team. This is from her own money as a token of appreciation. It's the same gift for everyone, so not personalized. And at times I've gotten things I really don't want. As a minimalist wannabe, in addition to trying to be more aware of the environment, it bothers me to get a piece of pressed plastic that I definitely won't use. I've passively shared my thoughts about trying to be better to the planet when someone asks about my fun reusable mug or metal utensils at the office, but the message is clearly not getting across. In general, I have no problem being direct, politely and professionally, of course, but in this case, I feel that saying something might hurt feelings and overall be in poor taste. Do I just graciously accept the gift and say nothing? Yep, because oftentimes gift giving is more about the gift being given by the giver than the recipient, than the receiver, okay? It's going to be really uncomfortable. And by the way, you're going to say like, hey, this is just plastic. And she's going to be like, what about all the plastic in your home? Do you drive a gas guzzler? Like, do you do you have a hybrid? Maybe not. You can all, I'm sure you're doing all that you can, but because you aren't doing everything perfectly, it is a weird nitpicky thing because it's really a drop in the bucket compared to the amount of fish being pulled out of the ocean, the amount of dinosaurs being burned, the amount of plastic. That like hit me really hard the other day. I was visiting DFW and I, at DFW, I flew into DFW, I was visiting, I was doing a show there and uh, I was on the George Bush and I was driving through Irving, which when I was growing up was just fields. And now it's thousands of acres filled with homes. And they were like popped up overnight. 
And I'm like, inside each of those homes is like 18 tons of plastic. So you rejecting this one single gift will only make you look like an asshole, unfortunately. Especially because like you have a good reason for it, but it's just like that's not how someone's going to take it, especially they're, she's buying it out of her own money. Mm-hmm. Like she has to get something kind of cheap so she can get everyone. She's, she's getting everyone get the it. same thing yeah. so no one feels bad. Like it's her, the gift is not important. The important, the important thing is it is her way of saying thank you. You know, I appreciate you and you yeah. just have to take it. I have plenty of people in my life who give me the gifts. You just take it. You can recycle it. You can re-gift it. You can return it. You can burn it. You can reuse it. it, Whatever. So don't die on that hill with her. No. It's not like she's giving you an elephant skull. Right. If she was like, I tore down a tree for you, you could be like, no. So, because you're going to pick at her and she's going to feel really attacked and she's going to be like, okay, well, what are you doing that's so perfect? So I would feel so, if I gave someone a gift and they were like, actually, I care about the environment. Even if they said it to me in the kindest way, I would feel so so bad. bad. She'll never, yeah, it'll be real uncomfortable at work. Yeah. So, and by the way, even if this was like a relative, they're never going to hear you. Yeah. Just (laughs) keep going. Take, yeah, keep going. It's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet while introducing Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, and they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable, and it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code ELIZA20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code ELIZA20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code ELIZA20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm busy. And this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around. And I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. 
And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. All right. This is from Sarah from Maryland. Hey, Eliza, Emily, Snow Biscuit, Gracie can, can, can come too. I'm a 30-year-old female from Maryland. I just came back from a week-long camping trip with my boyfriend, 31 years old, of five years. He asked me to marry him on the side of a mountain, to which I said maybe. Just kidding. But I've never been the girl who cool. dreams of what her wedding will be like. I just always knew I didn't want anything lavish, expensive, or stressful. This is supposed to be fun, and I've seen too many friends come close to losing it because of the wedding planning stresses. We've already we've agreed already that the must-haves are what we're calling the big five. Ample amounts of the following. Okay. Space. Spicy. People. Apple. Music. Music. Food. Food. Booze. Yo. I'm willing to pass on pretty much anything else from the invitations to a photographer. We already have one box checked. The venue will be my parents' farmhouse slash land. But my question is, for a wedding that is shooting for simple and inexpensive, what would you say are the aspects that you think are easily expendable, aspects that seem frivolous but really are worth the money, and aspects of your wedding that you think you could have done without? You guys are awesome. Sorry, that's three questions in one. You only get one answer. Here's the answer. (laughs) All that matters are, drum roll, please, the food. Yes. The music, mm-hmm. the alcohol. Mm-hmm. And even the food can be forgivable if it's not great, as long as there is food mm-hmm. and plenty of it. Enough food, yeah. Yes. Don't make people wait. The people, that's totally under your control. You're going to have to invite some people you don't like, whatever. But those are the three things, okay? And this is lame advice, but I'm just going to say it. You have the songs that you love. I'm telling you, put on that top 40, put on Bruno Mars, let everybody dance. Something about weddings, like I find myself like dancing to E-40 or dancing to Bruno Mars or like Beyonce's old hits. Like even though you wouldn't, like you're like, oh, I've heard it, I'm over it. It gets you going. Get that liquor, get on the dance floor and play like twist and shout, like music that like older generations want to hear. That's all that matters. Here's my question on a DJ. I wonder, do you think, do you think, like could someone get away with a playlist, an iPod, a show, or do you think it really does make a difference to have someone there that is like feeling I think it the depends vibe? on your audience. Do you have a dance floor? Do you have multi-generations of people? Then you kind of want a DJ. You have to have, to, they kind of do whatever they want, but it does help to like have someone watching that energy. If it's just you and like 20 of your friends and you're all the same age, you can just play your music. Mm-hmm. But I think a DJ is a good idea. The music, the food, the alcohol. Yes. Have uh, alcohol. Do not skimp. Do not be like, we have one type of gin and we have an orange juice. Like, get a bar. Do not just do beer and wine. Nobody wants that. How do you feel about a, a custom cocktail? I think that's fun. It's cute. Everyone likes a co- but have other options. Okay. Yeah, custom cocktail so Beer, fun. wine, custom cocktail. Do you think you need more than that? Yeah, you need other types of you liquor. You need just liquors and Yeah, mixers. if that custom cocktail has bourbon and I don't drink bourbon, you, you got to have— And you don't, you don't have to go broke. It doesn't have to be— Smirnoff, like it can be an off brand. Most people can't tell the difference. I'm just saying, like, you don't have to go nuts with it. Get something mm-hmm. cheaper. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go too cheap, but have plenty of alcohol. And how do you feel about the cake? 
because we're talking food. You need lots of food. You need plenty of food. Like it should be decent quality, but it, it can be like chicken. You don't need to feed people a, what's a fancy food? I can't, a lobster, but. La la lobster. A lobster. But cake, I mean, people are pumped to eat a piece of cake no matter what. They're actually not. I find a lot of weddings, I've only been to like a couple, but <laughs> people don't want sugar when they're drinking. They want food. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times the cake gets cut and it just sits there on the tables. Mm-hmm. So you can have a small cake, have enough, you know, but what we're all doing is for the most part, you cut up a sheet cake in the back and that's what you bring out. People want to eat real food. They want to eat cheese and meat and and potatoes Keep and vegetables. Coming, yeah. Well, you did the, um, at like midnight, the pastrami bar at we your wedding. That. And everybody was like, no, I'm good. And then they went. And then they went nuts. nuts. So. Uh, and I went to a wedding where there was like a churro truck later because it was kind of enough hours later that you were like, had you're a like, second wind you're drunk, and you're like, and you're like Ooh, sure, fun. So those are the answers. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> I'm not a wedding, but it's fun. I guess I've had a wedding, but those are my those are, those are my my true opinions. Okay, <laughs> we don't think you're lying on the podcast. We don't think you come on here and tell lies for the no. most part. Only have only serve one type of burger. <laughs> and everyone gets Hawaiian punch. Oh. <laughs> okay, somebody had a segment idea that they sent to us. I'm ready because you know you had talked about it, and people sent a lot of them, and so we're going to get into this one because I think it's interesting. Yeah. You know how Eliza always says, quote, leave him or, quote, friendship is over. You should have people write in anonymous, shorter questions, and then Eliza has to guess if it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, or friend that they left. A non-binary lover. (laughs) It also makes people who have never had a specific question write in if they've used her advice before or just had situations happen. Example, they told me I was too much and after I had helped them through ACL surgery and recovery. Bye girl friendship or bye boy relationship. So it sounds like a game show just for your fun. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Because you can usually tell. It gets a little muddy when it's like, is it a girl or is it a gay guy? Mm. You know? Uh, Oh, I love that. Uh, well, and a says, girl definitely it, helped you through your surgery. I knew it was over when they told me my hair smelled. It's another example. Well, you sound intolerable. I, I know the bi boy part isn't spot on with our LGBTQ friends of the pod, but we could workshop it. So uh, well, you're allowed to say boy or girl, and you're taking it from African American culture. Well, like, this is girl, bi. Fine. How yeah. about girl, bi boy, bi girl, bi Felicia, and Felicia can be a boy or girl, even though it's from Friday. <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. Like okay. Sasha from Texas. Hi, Liz and Emily. Please help. I'm not a nurse, but husband is in grad school. But my husband cut himself. I'm young and stupid and have gotten myself into a pickle. Oh, boy. I'm a 25-year-old white chick from and currently in Texas. My husband, however, is from Russia, not mail order. Neighbors kept to themselves a lot, but when we did meet them, I talked the whole time to all of them in a Russian accent. It has now dawned on me wrong with you? that we'll be here for another three years before we move and the neighbors are getting more social. Do I fake this accent for three years only in my yard? Do I fake head injury in the driveway to start speaking normally? Do I abandon my life and move to Siberia to pay for crimes of deceit and subterfuge? Please help. All suggestions are welcome. Well, first of all, you're already <laughs> sounding Russian because you didn't say the article. You didn't say a head injury. Like, do I fake head injury? Yeah. <laughs> injury. Uh What's that? You're weird. And I think it's so funny that you're like, I'm stupid. I'm young and I'm stupid. Um, Is this the first house? And then, so she met these people once and then was like, oh, I'm going to have to meet them a million more times. There's nothing wrong with like telling a little fun fib when you meet someone. But look, people with uh, larger crimes have been forgiven. Like Hilaria Baldwin, like faking that Latino accent. That being said- it is a thing. I don't know the word for it. When you have a spouse or significant other who has a, like a thick accent, 
Like, remember Madonna sounded British because she lived with Guy Ritchie? I sound more Canadian when I visit Canada. Even in that sentence, I felt Canadian when I visit Canada. So it's not weird that you would have an accent. Now, my question is like, is it like, is it a rush? Do you sound Russian and you've lived here for a while? Are you like full on Boris and Natasha? Like how thick did you go and how good was it? Wait, could she be a sleeper cell? Go to them and say like, like fess up to it, but say like, oh, I lost a bet and I had to speak in a Russian accent all day. And you caught me that day. And I no. just realized we had never met before. So you didn't know I was doing a fun bit. My bad. I'm Sasha and I'm American. Sasha is so Russian sounding. By I the know. Way. By the way, I vote you say nothing. Because what? there's a version where like they just didn't even notice and just don't do it. And, and then just, if they ask, oh, they oh, won't ever ask. Okay. They but, will never ask. But if they ask, then you could be like, oh my God, I talked to you that day. That was when I was doing a bet. Right? I mean, there is a beauty in coming clean and making a joke. Just be like, I fully faked a Russian accent. I don't know why. Because I don't know why I did it. I was just like, if you are just so honest, uh-huh. first of all, they'll probably never be like, were you speaking a Russian accent? They'll probably just be like, she's weird. We don't want to be friends with her. <laughs> you're going to come off as weird either way, but at least the truth will have set you free. Yeah. If you're just like, when you see them next time, be like, I got to get something off my chest. And you'll confess it, but then they'll be like, we didn't even notice. And you'll feel double stupid. Right. So you just, this is your penance. Okay. These Holding penance. it in. <laughs> Definitely don't keep faking it. Don't fake a head Weird. injury. <laughs> yeah. Don't say you hurt your head. Don't go fling yourself in the driveway and be like, ah, oh, my accent. <laughs> be like, it's, it's true. This Everybody does weird shit. And you can be like, I was just doing it that day. I was just goofing around and I didn't realize we'd be living here. So this is what I sound like. I'm not weird. We'd love to have you over. Like, just act like it's not a big deal. Yeah. I've sometimes made eye contact out my window when I've just been gently kissing Gracie on the lips and I just look at them and I'm like- The truth is, nobody cares. Like, the person you think is looking at you kind of just isn't. They probably didn't even notice unless you, like, poured it on, like, red, thick, breadline, Sputnik- Like you were red in um, Orange is the New Black, Kate Mulgrew, just like. Oh God, yeah, how thick, we, let us know how thick it was, yeah. but uh, I vote you just come clean. Knowing that they might be like, what are you talking about? Wait, I have a question then for you about my neighbor because I witnessed something and I don't have an explanation. My normal neighbor, okay, she she gets packages every single day, fine, whatever, okay. She, but they're always sitting on her doorstep. When I leave for work, when I come home, there's always a new box at her doorstep. Okay, I don't know what's going on there, whatever. A shopping addiction. She had a full pizza on that. We all have a air conditioning unit right next to our door that's like serves as a shelf. Yes. She had a full pizza sitting on the shelf. She was outside. She got a pizza piece of pizza off of it, closed the box, went inside, closed her door. Is she cooling the pizza or does the unit here hot? It's t- hot outside. Hot take. The unit outside is warm because it's blowing cold air, so it's working. It's keeping the pizza hot. And she doesn't want it in the house, so the house doesn't smell. Oh, because I was like, who wouldn't want your house to smell like pizza? Why doesn't she bring it in? Totally. Okay, this makes me feel better because I've been thinking about this for weeks. Who wouldn't want your house to smell like pizza? You would. You would. For like a minute. Not as like an air fresher. Air freshener. <laughs> Yankee Candle doesn't make a pizza. Well, they are missing. That's so gross. That's such an Urban Outfitters. Like, it's bacon. Ugh. Are you so glad that we've moved on from bacon as a society? Folks, it's like, those are little pigs. Like I, I'll eat pork once in a while, but like the obsession with bacon, like that's an animal and it's bad for the planet. Everything was bacon flavored. Every everything. dessert had a bacon in it. There were bacon band-aids. Disgusting. There were bacon, bacon soap. You're ba- a fucking monster. Bacon perfect. Yeah. People mm. are dumb. Gross. Hello, Eliza. <laughs> Emily's hot Scotty, tiny Tenfu, tinier baby Schlesinger. 
Anonymous, please. Mm. I'm 23, living in New York City. About a year ago, I went through a serious breakup. First love, college. He is a year below me in school. I graduated in 2020. Due to COVID, I did not have a graduation ceremony, but my college is holding one, postpone one in a few weeks. I'm super excited to go back and celebrate with all my friends, but I've been anxious about it because my ex is still down there at school because he's completing a master's program. I've made a ton of progress in getting over the breakup. I've been enjoying my first job, going out with my friends, starting to feel comfortable dating, but I'm very nervous to run into my ex at graduation, at the parties, especially because we have the same friends group. The big problem I'm dealing with is that he has a new girlfriend who's a junior in college and in my former sorority. I don't have any ill will for him being in a new relationship, but I'm terrified of running into the two of them at parties and seeing them together. I would love to catch up with my ex in a friendly capacity, but that feels wrong since he is with this girl. How can I navigate this situation without totally losing my shit and ruining my weekend? Do you have any advice for coping strategies? Is it inappropriate for me to catch up with him if I run into him? Okay, listen to me. You have graduated. You live in exciting New York City. You are done with college. He, I don't remember if you said he's older than you or younger, but he's in like a, a graduate. Little younger. Okay, he's still in college. He's going to do what he's going to do. You're done. And it's, you got it. Like, I think the stress of thinking about it is actually worse than what it's going to be. You may not even run into him. You are there to celebrate your- She's going to run into him. Okay. I don't know how you know that. Because she said either at the graduation, between the graduation and them having the same friend groups and the parties when everyone's back in town. Yeah, maybe. Or you miss him by an hour or he comes late. You're going to run into him. He may not even be with his girlfriend and you'll chat. If he's with the girlfriend, you say, hi, nice to meet you. And that's it. It will last five minutes. You guys don't, you, he doesn't want to talk to you. She doesn't really want to meet you. She doesn't care. She's gonna be like, what does this girl care? She's already graduated. Why is she obsessed? Think less about it. Remember to focus on the fact, it's just so hard when you're a young girl too. You're like, but I'm so horny. You're there to celebrate your graduation and be with your friends. And it's a, it's going to be a real exercise in what's to come as an adult in dating. You're going to see him say, hi, how are you? Good. All right. Well, I'm just, I'm headed out. So I'll see you guys later. That's it. You be comfortable. There's no, I don't know what went on between you. There's no reason to make it weird. Did he cheat on you with this girl? You can also see him across the room and avoid him. You don't have to say hi, but I vote, get it out of the way. And then you have that weird exchange later. We're like, oh, I'm like, I'm going left. You're going right. I'm carrying punch. It's just so not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And catching up is totally fine. What you don't want to do is pull like an L Woods with Warner. Like, remember that time we spent 72 hours in the hot tub in front of Selma Blair? Like, no, you just, you say, hi, how are you doing? How's the masters? Just show that you're okay and say less. Mm. Like we always want to like, like, so, and how are you? And and you're doing good. Just say less, say less. Cause I promise he'll just, I promise he'll be chill. And then he'll send you a bullshit text that are like, it was great seeing you. Don't even write back to it. You're done. You're in the world. You're done with college. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's so over. Yeah. You're over it. Yeah. It's not going to be as big a deal no, as you, you think it is. still love him. Ah. I mean, yeah. It's no. going to be like, we're going to have so much fun otherwise. Don't give up the fun of this weekend to pine mm-hmm. over someone who's already moved on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, (laughs) my fiance and I are getting married in October. We live in a bigger city and are getting married just outside. We come from very different backgrounds. Him, right-wing, poorer Italian Catholic family. Me, upper middle-class Jewish liberal family. Well, in the city we live in, restrictions have been made. So for weddings, they have to be either 100% vaccinated to be mask-free and include dancing, or everyone would be relegated to a completely sit-down affair with masks. 
we opted to choose a 100% vaccinated affair, which means a few more important people from his family, mom, dad, and one of his brothers might not be coming because they refuse to get vaccinated for absolutely no medical reasons, just sheer pig-headedness. I really want to reach out to my fiance's mom to try to reason with her because I don't understand how she could choose non-vaccination over her son's wedding. It's not an option at this point to make an exception for them because I can't allow their socially irresponsible behavior to slide. My fiance is 100% of the same viewpoint as I am, very different from the family he came from. So question is, do I say something to the mother or not? And how do I support him knowing that he's definitely sad and hurt by this BS? Okay, that's all. Thanks. Can't wait to see you in November. So this is actually the perfect time to get this question because prior to the FDA approval, that was the big like, well, I don't know, even though none of your vitamins are FDA approved. But now I believe as a nation, for those of us that are intelligent enough, there's been this pendulum shift where we're just like, get the fucking vaccine, you Luddite. And by the way, if you're turning off this podcast because of it, you are part of the problem and you need to hear this. Okay, and I'm not going to go into the fact that none of us have polio because of vaccines, my big argument for getting the vaccine is, do you remember the garbage you would drink to get drunk in your early 20s? Get the vaccine. You don't need to worry about what's in the vaccine. If they told you the vaccine has a chip in it, which uh, the that argument is so stupid because you're carrying around a phone with a chip in it. Your face is being taken by cameras all the time. Everybody's ring camera, whatever, whatever. Inject a chip into you for your son's wedding. <laughs> Whatever. That's not about this. First of all, the piece of advice my mother gave to me when I got married was whatever, if your husband has any issue with the women on his side of the family, do not get involved. You will get involved and you will become the problem. Hmm. And our son, so we love our son so much. I'm making her Jewish, but sometimes Jews and Italians are like very similar. We love our son and his wife is a bitch and she wants us, do not get involved. You be there for your husband and you support him, but you do not get in between. And it is such a shame that they've drawn this weird, uneducated line in the sand. But the God's honest truth is all you can do is support your husband and you cannot allow them there. I'm going through a very similar thing with a very, very close relative. We're having a huge Thanksgiving, which is normally a small one in my family, but we're doing all of our parents. We have Mm -hmm. eight parents Mm -hmm. because everyone's divorced. Everyone's remarried. Some people have kids. Everyone's invited, but everyone's vaccinated and everyone will get tested. Yeah, because you're heavily pregnant. I will said, be. Yeah, I said to my the relative, I have one relative who isn't vaccinated. And I said, I'm pregnant. My cousin, our cousin has cystic fibrosis and all the adults are over 65. I did the research. You didn't. And, and let's say let's say you did all the research. Well, then you would know that this is the right thing to get. Yeah. So prepare, be prepared to have facts. Know that you're not arguing with logical people. Yeah. But you cannot allow them to attend simply because everybody else did get the vaccine and it's not fair. What is the research these people are doing from their toilets that they think is better than the CDC's research that's been done? Like, it's so insane. It's not, it's not, it's a lie. I was actually talking to a friend of mine this morning who is like a secret government agent, like top clearance. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And he was talking about how frustrating all that is. And we were talking about how people very readily are like, oh, I do my own research. People are confusing two things. You're confusing uh, not being partisan and you're confusing when people say they do their own research, they want you to think they've watched Fox, they've read the Wall Street Journal and they read like a libertarian one and they've weighed Mm -hmm. it all out. That's not what is happening. What you're doing is you're clicking a link to a news source that you like and you're getting alternative facts. I appreciate someone that's like, I look at everything and I weigh it out and I make a choice. But that usually involves 
uh, conclusion that's intelligent. Yeah. This is not what's happening with these people. So when they say they do their own research, we all know that that's gibberish. Yeah. Just don't get in between, support your husband mm-hmm. and come armed with facts, but you're not arguing with rational people. Now, I would be very curious to know what on earth reason they're giving you for not coming to their it's, son's wedding. It's that they're not that smart. People who don't do it are not that smart. It's never an educated person. And by the way, a lot of people who are anti-mask and anti-vaccine secretly do get it. Oh, I love, there's like these these now postings in the cities where it's really like rampant, where it's like, hey, come get the vaccine. We won't tell anyone. No one will know you came. Like you'll be in a secret area. Well, that's even worse. So your friends and family won't know that's you got like it. That's like Greg Abbott who like was like, don't, don't do it. And he got it and got all this like gene therapy. So you just have to support your husband. I'm talking yeah. about you and your family. Do not get in yeah. between. And that is really, it's a shame. It sucks. And they should feel really bad and you should lay it on really, really thick. Mm-hmm. We really would love you guys there. Let, you know, what's the downside of getting it? Well, my head's going to become a pizza pie. It's like, great, good. That's the other thing. Let's say the vaccine makes us into zombies or whatever. Do you want to be the one Do person you be left the one? in a zombie apocalypse? I'd legend. rather be a zombie. Yeah. And by the way, for everyone <laughs> listening, I got vaccinated yeah. and then I got pregnant and my baby is totally healthy and perfect and fine. Yeah, you've been getting lots of good scans and where it's like breathing great. Breathing great, perfect heartbeat, superior eyes. Yeah. No eyebrows yet. What but I will be getting blue. And the eyes are definitely gonna be blue. Okay. Oh, uh, then Noah and I have to have a talk. Um, I am gonna get a booster shot as well. Yeah. I believe in science. Mm-hmm. It does not steer you wrong. Mm-hmm. Real science, not homegrown, my own theory, my own research. I love the conspiracy theory that actually that that people are trying to now tell the crazy conservatives that actually. These conspiracy theories exist because the liberals don't want you to get vaccinated because we want you all to die. No. So we're so we're tricking you into not getting vaccinated by telling you it'll turn you way, into a lizard. There's person. nothing wrong with being conservative. There's nothing wrong with being fiscally right. conservative. You want to love your- But this is not a party issue. Well, it people make be. it that. So if you are conservative listening, come That's, on out to the show. Do yeah. I want you to do what you want, but you should know your rights. You have a right to not get vaccinated but your rights end at your neighbor's nose. So mm. you can get, you can stand vaccinated, but you you can't Stay leave your, your house. house. Yep. Yeah. Stay in your house. We don't want do you around you us. There you go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. All right, Anonymous. I recognize this question is above both of our pay grades. Can I just say one thing? Even as I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, we don't want to offend people. I want to keep my fans. Folks, we are at like a crossroads in history and you want to be on the right side of it, the correct side. And we've done enough equivocating. Like, well, it's and I can see both sides. It's enough. We don't have to live like this. You, If you do not get the vaccine for legit reasons, if you have like a serious genetic issue- 
Yeah. You should, we should be protecting those people. Yeah. You are selfish and wrong at this point. And I, if you want to return your ticket because I said it, I don't know what to tell you. I will be on the right side of history. Yeah, I think you are hopefully pretty well known for being pretty accepting of of both sides when it oh, comes it doesn't to matter. It politics, doesn't matter. but this is bigger than that. And but it, it doesn't matter. I could be super conservative my whole life. And I'm like, you know, I think women should have rights. They'd be like, you fucking snowflake. And if I'm super liberal and I say one thing that's like, oh, wow, that protest wasn't organized. Wow, you're racist. Both sides just want to rip you apart. So I'm just going to stand here on my own two feet get the vaccine, don't come to my show did you, if you don't. Did you see that Joe Rogan coffee thing? I don't care. Next, kick it. Anonymous, I recognize this question is above both of our pay grades. Everyone in this story is mid-20s, educated professional jobs, and heterosexual. Okay, thank you. My husband and I met a couple at the dog park a few months ago and hit it off. We've hung out with them multiple times and we're really excited about finding some new normal friends. A little over a week ago, the what? Do you know what you're looking for when you look? I'm just looking for. We, here's what happened, folks. <laughs> a couple days ago, we went to record this podcast, and we got like through like four of your questions, and it just said like corrupt file. Yeah. And so now I just keep staring at the podcast recorder because I don't want to lose this again. So what you want is you want you see those things going up. Don't that's manifest up on me. Yeah. I'm showing you that's good. No, I'm okay. watching you live. Okay, it's thriving. Okay. Okay. So dog park excited for some new normal friends. A little over a week ago, the wife sent me and my husband a very cryptic message on Facebook. She's a swinger. Next question. With an address and saying she needed help immediately. <laughs> we drove over there right away and called the police on the way there because it didn't feel right in my gut. Once we got there, she told us her husband and dad took her to the hospital today and that she was being abused. Her husband met us at the house and my husband and I basically ended up mediating an intervention for three hours, the whole time thinking that her husband was physically and verbally abusive. Over the course of the conversation and additional information, we started to realize that she had serious mental health issues and the situation is not what she explained it to be. I swear, I'm the last person to not believe the victim, but I and many others are very confident that's not what's happening here. She ended up spending the night at my and my husband's house mm to get some space from her family. She- Because you guys both have dogs? She wanted to sleep in between my husband and I. No. And we let her because we thought it would make her feel safe. Weird, I know. Told you, swinger. She got up in the middle of the night and confessed she had sexual thoughts towards both of us and told my husband, I think I'm in love with you. I want you. I called it. We drew a very strict boundary and said no. The next morning, her family then, came and it involuntarily admitted her to the hospital. Nope. Voluntarily she, <laughs> admitted her. They were not involuntary. She was involuntary. She is now in a psychiatric hospital for mania and psychosis. I told her husband that we need a little distance from the situation because we're not qualified to handle any of it. And go. we haven't known them for very long. Yeah. Her husband is a therapist, but it's obviously <laughs> still weighing really hard not on him. Not a good one. There are a million other details I could give, but my question is this. Is there anything we can what do to support wear next her? Time? And her husband, while maintaining our distance for our own sanity, or should we just, as you say, run, don't walk away from this? It's not even run, don't walk away. You don't know these people people. and you don't owe them anything. And quite frankly, that level of involvement was already inappropriate, but you did enough. You gave her a chance. You thought something bad was happening. You did the right concerned citizen, neighborly friend thing. God forbid he was doing something. And by the way, he could be. He still could be doing something awful, but she, that doesn't negate the fact that she needs help. You don't owe them anything. These are not long-term friends. These are acquaintances that you thought would be cool. And you're going to think twice about being friends with any other couple now. There's nothing you can do. Okay? No. And and if, you know, if she has 
mania, uh, it's possible that she comes back to you later, totally normal, just like at the dog park. But I think- Great, at the dog park, you see don't, you then. Yeah, you don't you don't have enough invested in this relationship to make this- You don't have the time. You can't. What are you going to do? Lean, let him lean on you for support? She also, the truth is, whether she's got an illness or not, she you allowed her to cross a line, but that is so inappropriate- and that line's already been crossed, so now there's kind of no going back. Like, this isn't like a cousin or a sister, and you're like, well, we love her anyway. She was in your bed, and she said she's attracted to your husband. She says she's attracted to you. That make, should make you uncomfortable in your own home. There's no redeeming this. No. It, so you see him at the park, great. That's it. Yeah. Don't but, even think twice. It's such a girl yeah. thing. Like, how can I further extend my... You're done. Yeah. Kick it. How is it even a question? I mean, that's pretty oh, crazy. Come on, man. So we got a two-pronger, which is... What's a two-pronged fork? Whatever goes in a pot roast? Like a roast? Yeah. There's a name for it. Or a tuning fork. It's a tuna fork. Small can. Uh, Who are the worst internet people? The feet people or the belly people? And then who are the worst IRL people? And I'm going to say the IRL one first so we can think about all of them together. The ones that want to know everything you're doing, pregnancy, health, prep, so they can silently judge you, or the ones that want to tell you all the ways you need to take care of yourself, health, how to raise kids, do's, don'ts. They're all the same. Uh, Who are the most annoying types of Belly or feet? The answer is- On the internet. Well, it's tough because I read this thing a long time ago that said when someone has a foot obsession, it's not- a voluntary thing. Yeah. It has to, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's well, no, it's just the pleasure center in your brain is all like is somehow connected to like what recognizes feet. Like yeah. it has nothing to do with the way you were raised or anything. It's just like these connectors in your brain um, that just touch each other. So you associate feet with sexuality. Uh-huh. It seems pretty harmless. The belly thing is gross. People that are turned on by that. Like I'll see a comment every once in a while that's like, oh, pregnant belly. You're like, oh, God, there's a child in there. You fucking gross out. And like, don't use, you want to get off to it, fine. But like, don't involve me. Don't write a comment, which they do right. because they don't care. Like, right. oh, you look so good. Like, oh God, when has that ever worked? I, so nasty. I told you I'm, I'm a moderator of a subreddit for like this British pop star and the guys in the comments. I'm sorry, like, you never a, said this. They'll post okay. a gross picture. I mean, they'll post a picture, but the title will be like, what I wouldn't do to that. And then the comments will be like, I'm taking off my pants right now. And another oh, yeah, guy will that. be like, me too. And I'm like, why are you having loads. a conversation in here? Get out of here. It just sort of speaks to like, I'm not a big, I'm not one of those like people that's always like male toxicity, but like that, uh, not even earned, but that like innate male, I guess toxicity in terms of like, I deserve to get off right now. That is the most important. I will use and you. And so, share it with and if, everyone. If you're a girl, you're just a prude or being a bitch because you don't love my boner. So it's fucking gross. I just usually block, delete, and I never say anything. Um, and that is, it has been an exercise just sort of, even talking to friends with kids. If your kid's like a little bit older, you know, the, the mouth garbage, like this isn't even information. It's just like, well, what I did when we had our nurse and then we did this and then we, and they're just talking at you. And I hope to never be one of those people, but I imagine it just sort of happens. Um, it is a real exercise. And it's like, look, it doesn't matter what your birth plan is because that baby's got its own birth plan. And you can say all you want. You don't know till you go. So if you don't have kids, I'm not interested. And if you do have kids, I'm not interested in what you did unless I ask something specific. Huh. And I've noticed the more I tune it out, the more I come in contact with it. And also when people are like, how's your pregnancy? I'm like, fine. Because you don't really care. Your mom cares and maybe your relatives and your husband, but nobody really wants to hear, oh, I have to wear Breathe Right strips and oh, this, and I can't sleep on this because people just want to tell you about their experience. Yeah. 
I met a girl the other day and she was, I was like, oh, and she was like, oh, congratulations. And then she just launched into what they did for their preschool, what they did for their nurse, what they did. And I'm just like, okay. I don't even want to hear from a regular adult about their day. Why would I want to hear about your child? Nobody wants to hear about a kid. That's when, whenever I know anyone who gets a cat, I'm like, hey. That's how I feel I'm about here. everything that you say. I'm a resource. Let no. me tell you about it. I'm a resource. Uh, it is incredible to bond with women in this way in terms of having access to that resource. But when you just spew at me five full minutes of information about a stage of life my kid isn't in yet, mm-hmm. I guess that I'm ignorant because I'm like, well, we won't have to deal with that because my kid will be superior. I'm very big on like, let me have my own journey. It's so much information. Well, I talked to a woman the other day who said, take in less information about the pregnancy. But like, also, you don't it need sort to. of isn't. Like I was reading through one of my books and- this is, they give you baseline information for everyone of every walk of life. Like I don't need to read the chapter on cigarettes or drugs or alcohol because I'm not an idiot. Um, and a lot of it is like, yeah, all the stuff you thought you couldn't eat, you can't. All the logical stuff, like you can't get in a hot tub. Every once in a while you hear something, you're like, oh, I, I didn't realize I should sleep on my left side because of whatever vein. But for the oh. most part, we've been doing this for thousands of years. You know what to do. There's not a lot of rules. Yeah. So you're going to be uncomfortable. That's the rule. Yeah. So And don't eat- Pancakes at 11 p.m. because they will sit in your throat and you will have heartburn. Pancakes from from somewhere fun or from your house? Which I never go to, but short stack. Okay, well, so everybody's annoying. Butter and maple syrup give you real heartburn. At 11 p.m., yeah. I'm still full. It's disgusting. <laughs> you still feel it in there? I'm like thinking about like, should I just not? Am I like a boa constrictor? Like I had one big meal and like I'm good for a while? Oof. <laughs> Hi, lies in the gang. My best friend, 29, just got engaged to her BF of three years. She is so happy and excited about this new time in her life. What? Her fiance had some gambling problems a couple years back, but it seems like they worked through it and moved past. Seems like it. Fast forward to about a week ago. I was talking to her on the phone and she mentioned that she was probably going to be paying for the wedding out of her own pocket and that she didn't know where fiance's paychecks were or what his finances look like. Mm -mm. She asked him to share his finances so she can figure out what they can afford, but he keeps making excuses about why he hasn't done it yet. Mm -mm. I'm worried that he's gambling again and I don't want her to get hurt. Should I talk to her about this? I'm afraid if I bring it up, she'll get really defensive about it. And I don't want to bring a rain cloud to this special time in our life. Help. P.S. My husband and I love the podcast and are constantly singing the top of the Cobb song to our son and pets. I love I that. Love that. I, knew I you would love that. Fully believe in serenading your animals yeah. against their will into their mouths. Here's the truth. You know what an even bigger rain cloud is? Divorce. So this thing where we like women don't want because it's only from women, like I don't want to say it because she'll get defensive. It sucks that we can't be open. And it does, it are, like, I can't imagine, I can't say that when people say stuff to me, I'm always like, thank you for that feedback. If you're her best friend, you should be able to say that. And quite frankly, if your friend doesn't want to hear it, look, I dated a fucking psychopath and I took all those excuses and I was like, no, because there's always a good reason, you know? And of course she wants to believe the man she's about to marry is telling her the truth, but it's, the more you can show her, like, it's weird. Everybody has online bank statements. Everybody has a bank account. Everybody has a way to trace their money. I would say it. That way you at least plant it in her head. It's not about you being right or saying, I told you so. And tell that to her. Be like, I don't want to be right. I want you to be okay. And I don't want you to spend. It's one thing to spend all of her money because he's in med school or something or he's working. 
But the fact that he's not contributing and not being transparent is weird. You can't get married unless you understand each other's finances. It's a very young what thing. If, like, we just love each other. You need to know if the other person has a bunch of debt. Like, I'm not saying you need to join them in 50-50 all of your belongings, but you can't get married unless you understand what debt the other person is coming into the marriage with because that will be your shared debt. Yeah, so lay this all out for your friend and once she continues down that path, you can't save her. No. But that's going to be really sad for her. Yeah. Tell her to listen to this pod. And be like, wow, someone also wrote in. I didn't write that in. That applies to you. Julie. Kick it. A lot of people wrote in to say that your oatmeal idea does already exist. No, really? There's already a store. Yeah. Is it called Loats? No. There was one. Wait, I thought of another name. Hot Loads. Hot Loats. No. Thick Loats. No. Gloats. (gasps) The Gloat instead of the goat. Remember when they made Simone Biles pose with a goat? Because oh. you're the grand No, one person wrote in that there was one called Oat Shop Boston. Someone else, over, someone Oat wrote in Shop? about- That sounds like a feed store. A Walmart item called Over the Top. No, that's Oat not the meal, same. I need a full bar. Which is not the store, but there are, there are bars. People wrote in about the bars. All right, I don't want to go. Because that sounds lame. I mean- That's a great way to jack up a 35 cent item. I need a familiar smell. All right. Okay. Hi, Liza, Emily. Hot Chad, Snow Peach. I love all your work, and I am so excited about baby Eliza coming in January. Tiny baby. I have a question. I have a friend that constantly is complaining of various medical issues. Context. She is 26 and has always had issues with her weight, but does not eat red meat and generally tries to eat healthy. Okay. I don't think red meat's always the problem, but okay. Her ailments range from migraines, anxiety attacks, carpal tunnel, sciatica, sciatica pain. Yeah. Okay. And the list goes on. No, I should just let you think it's sciatica. Sciatica. Like bruschetta, which is right still. I believe that she's having all these problems, but she refuses to see a doctor or seek any treatment. Every time she complains, I tell her she should see a doctor and she always has excuses. Oh, it's just the weather. It's just a flare up. Doctors don't know what they're talking about. As far as I know, she has not been to a doctor in years and in fact takes pride in the fact that she's not going to doctors. I love my friend dearly, but I'm getting annoyed that she complains about all her medical issues and never does anything. She has decent insurance and the money to afford going, so the only thing holding her back is being stubborn. I don't know what to do. Any advice is appreciated. Thanks. Actually, the only thing holding her back is the fact that these are not real ailments and she just loves complaining. Yeah, I mean- I will say weather-wise, if it's raining, I get a splitting sinus headache. So it's like some of her stuff could be weather-related. Like some people just get migraines. Like it could just be, you know. How heavy is she? Because if you're genuinely unhealthy and morbidly obese, like I know that you're not allowed to say anything about anyone's body, but it does impact the way the rest of your body functions. If it didn't, there'd be no reason to be in shape. I'm not saying thin, I'm saying in shape. Or healthy. Uh, does she work out? Does she walk? You know, a lot of these things can be relieved by eating better and moving your body more. Um, it sounds like she really enjoys the complaining and it's okay to complain about pain or things that are upsetting you. But yes, you're absolutely right. If she continues to do nothing, it's going to affect your friendship because that's not fun for you. You can also say to her, like, I want to see you feel better and you complain. And don't say complain. Be like, but you bring these things up a lot and I want to help you remedy them because I feel like you just tell me and I can't give you any solutions. Is there a reason you don't want to see a doctor? Some doctors don't know what they're talking about. And you know what? The truth is, it doesn't matter what your ailment is. You do have to be your own medical advocate. Sometimes you do need more than one opinion, but it sounds like she's kind of unhealthy. 
the red meat is irrelevant. I would also wonder if she, like, I have various things that concern me about my health or Gracie's health. And so I take little notes on them because I'm like, is this a pattern? Can I, I deduce where this is coming from? Does it always notes. happen after this? I'm telling you, if she, if she, pro- like, if she ate better and actually moved her body, moving, you can be a bigger person, but like still work your body and move around uh, and lubricate those joints. Um, and there are sciatica stretches and ways to manage that pain. So if she's constantly bringing it up, I think you should say something. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a great hang. Sounds like a bummer. Migraine. We are in control of more than we think. And it's it's fine if she doesn't believe in doctors. Fine. Then remedy it yourself. Drink more water. Have more turmeric. Like whatever. Yeah, you're not fixing it. But you can't just complain. She sounds good. Yeah. Hey, Liza, baby, Armin, Tianfu, love you all. So two Fridays ago, I found out my husband was living a life full of infidelity. We're talking one girl for five years among strings of other women throughout our nine-year relationship. One girl in addition to you? Yeah, so her, a girl for five years out of their nine years, and then a bunch of others. I only knew because the girl he was with longest was eaten up with guilt and came to me spilling her guts. I threw a birthday party for my my stepdaughter the next day, trying to keep my sanity, played Susie Homemaker all week, and then filed for a divorce on Thursday. Good for you. Saturday, I had my army of siblings help me load my shit up and out while he golfed, left my wedding band, kept that Viragio engagement ring, and a Dear John letter telling him not telling him how to reconnect the utilities since they're no longer in my name. Wow. Was it wrong for me to have left without giving him a chance to explain himself? For context, if you can't tell, he's a narcissist. That is is so baller. And you should write a step-by-step guide so other women can do that. I applaud you. I've never, I'm just making this up. You get the only gold star of the podcast. Congratulations. Fucking ice cold. And you know what? Just so everyone else is listening, you see what she did? There's no reason he could give her that would warrant any of this Mm -mm. there's nothing he could say that is so beyond insane and manipulative and you'd be an asshole to stay you made a cuckold and the fact that you made sure that the kids still have the nice birthday party the stepkid that was very kind of you yeah because the kid didn't do anything wrong correct but oh my god i'm so the your actions eclipse whatever he did in this story because it is so like that is that is cinematic i love army of siblings came and moved her out fuck yeah just like they all came they all scooped up a box like ants and just <laughs> walked I, on out I, of there did, we, did she say her name uh well whatever i wish we could give out your name so other women could be like how did you do it how do you put utilities in your name how do you do all this stuff <laughs> good for you for separating getting that ice in your veins and getting out of there. You can lick your wounds in private if you can reach them. Let me know. That sounds sounds. She didn't fun. say her name. I know her name, but she didn't say it, but okay, she's fine. good. How incredible and good for you. So in case no one else has told you, you're amazing. That is incredible. It's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Oh, you're going to give him a chance to say what? To say what? He's going to lie He's going to come clean and be like, yeah, I did it. There's nothing he can say that will make you feel better. And this other woman did this for five years before she was like, ugh, I'm over this. She's equally insane that she came. What was she expecting? You'd be like, no, I'm so sorry. Oh, we were both lied to. You were the wife. Yes. Fuck him and fuck that. Good for you. I hope you get someone thicker and hotter. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go. I love that you did that. 
Yeah, very thrilling. (laughs) My future mother-in-law is mostly nice, but sticks her foot in her mouth on things with me when I see her. It's not often, but it's enough to notice and get irked by. My fiance and I are in the midst of planning our wedding for late next year. My mother-in-law... My mother-in-law has already made comments about how stressed I'm going to be, especially the week of the wedding itself. I see that as a projection because I'm only excited for what's to come, to share this experience with my vaccinated friends and loved ones, and marry the love of my life. Yeah. She has a tendency to project her own thoughts and feelings on me, and I know enough to see it for what it is, but how do I not let it in? I want to savor this experience and focus on the joy of it all. Life's too short, and as a person who is high-functioning with anxiety, I need to keep BS comments out. How do you keep that kind of stuff from grating on your nerves when people project their BS at you? Well, good for you for identifying what it is versus allowing it to infiltrate. So that's great that you're separating that. You could just say to her, like, are you projecting or are you actually warning me? Or even it's too early to warn. The wedding's in a year and you're like, the week of your wedding a year from now will be really stressful for you. Why are you creating problems? You can just say to her, you can just be like, why are you saying that to me? Just say it. Just be like, why are you saying that? You know, or you can even say like, I know it comes from a good place, but I'm, I'm going to take this on my, like you, you just say very calm and you stay steadfast in your opinions. By the way, it's going to be stressful. Sorry. Hate to echo her sentiments. It is. That's what weddings are. But she's, people sometimes fear monger when they think they're helping and she's just sort of rambling. So you can simply say to her, like, we're not there yet. And we're just trying to stay positive. And, you know, and you can simply just say like, are you projecting or are you warning me? Even, okay, you've warned me. Let's not talk about it again until that week. (laughs) Hey, Susan, it's kind of a bummer because I want to share all this wedding stuff, but every time I do, you just talk about how awful it's going to be. You can say that. She'll be like, that's not what I mean. And maybe she'll think twice about it, but you don't have any problem standing up for yourself. Yeah. Uh, And what's good for your mental health. Yeah. That's too stressful. That's too stressful for you. Hello, the lovely prego party goblin, Eliza. I hate that word. Which is ours, Prego or Hubbo? Or Hubby. Hubbo. Hubbo. Hubby. Uh, Prego or Preggers? Oh, Preggers is worse. Why does everything have to sound like a YM advice column? I'm Preggers with my BFF. Preggers in Pittsburgh. Pregberg. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, "Mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, a few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. Big nanny. Arm of the baby Emily, the snowy, snow peach, hot Scotty, and sneaking it in, Gracie. <laughs> I have a work question. By the way, I'm a 32-year-old married female with an 18-month baby boy. Tiny baby boy. I used to really love my job, but COVID has shown a different perspective. I've been applying around, but the job I always said I would apply for opened. I applied right away. 
technically it's with the same company, but more money. Although I may only be able to get 15% more than I currently make, which is below the hiring range and a slightly different job. It's also in the big leagues building where the president of the company is. I was reached out to interview and the committee are all people I work well with. My issues. I have a shit ton of flexibility at my current job. No one questions where I am at 8.30 a.m. and no one stops me from leaving at like 4.55 to beat some traffic. I've built my position from the ground up and take great pride in what I've achieved. The other position is less creativity and control in my work. I'm essentially able to do what I want and I'm considered the expert. If I go into this other position... I'll be low on the hierarchy, but we'll have mentors. I only started applying for different jobs because we discovered my boss's boss is a micromanager. And with them gone since mid-2020, I've been dealing with constant hovering as I have a part of my ex-boss's tasks. We had three failed searches for my ex-boss's position, and it's not what I want. I'm torn about what to do. Luckily, it's a first-round interview in three weeks, and a second round may take three additional weeks. Please share your hot take on it. Okay, so we have the current job she's in. Very flexible. She can kind of do what she wants. She built the position. She knows it better than anyone. The other job, pay bump. Sounds like room for growth. No flexibility. Way low on the totem pole, but great mentors. So I mean, the mentorship is like whatever. Those people could be so assholes. Big, big fish in a what small pond. What do you pond. want? Yeah. Nobody ever thinks like, what do you, in five years, where do you want to be? Will that job get you there? It's okay. We always talk about like, I'd love to start. I'm okay with starting from the bottom, working up. Is there true growth? The flexibility that you have right now, first of all, we are way too hard on our workforce. Like you should be able to leave five minutes early, especially if it doesn't impact your work. Feel it out. The mentorship, you might get there and they're not available or they're asked. You don't need the mentorship or maybe you do, but I'm sure you could figure it out, especially if you're the kind of person who's built a job uh, position from the ground up. Is this worth going through to get where you want to go? And is that a feasible goal? We have a lot of people write in who were like, it's this job. It's kind of a dead end job, but it's more money. I don't know your financial situation. And I know it's incredibly privileged to be like, don't take it just for the money. Do you need that money? Will that money lead to more money? Or are you trading 15% for less freedom? So think about where you want to be. And if this new job is the path to get there. And if it's not a direct path for that, then maybe stay where you are. If if the money you're making right now is good, I mean, I would I wonder if there's a chance for a raise, et cetera, I and mean, you're happy and it's easy to, with your 18-month-old baby, like, yeah. you Maybe know. just wait till he's a little bit older. Also, um, what's true flexibility? Leaving five minutes early is not flexibility. Are there other freedoms you have? And can you bring those over to the new job? Right. Hey, I've got a kid. I need to do this. Like, be clear about what's important to you. I need Tuesdays to do this. I have to leave it this time for this but I always get my work done. People, Your employer should but trust you. Don't share that right up front. There was actually a, a legal advice question on Reddit the other day because someone said they have a child with special needs and they went into a first round interview oh, and it. immediately was like, they were they were in the first round of interviews and immediately was like, yeah, I mean, I don't subscribe to a 40 hour work week. I'll do 40 hours, but it might be 16 this day, three this day. And the people didn't go with him. And he was like, well, can I sue them? Because they didn't. But Fuck everybody you. was like, no, because it's like, if they need someone working, they, yeah. Nine to five, Monday through Friday, like you coming in on the first interview and saying, I won't do that. Uh, they're not going to go with you. Let them want you. And then yeah. once you get it, be like, and here's what I need. Yeah. But How also, do we like, make this happen? Some jobs just require that for yeah. sure. So think about what you want. Okay. Yeah. Top of the cop. It's the top of the cop. We're doing it right. Every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. Okay. I'm so excited. First of all, I'm going to start with my top of the car because my bottom of the cob is so fun. My, fun. Well, my top of the cob is, I think it's just really funny that your dog will just be sitting there and be like, I need to lick my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Go real hard. It's never a slow, like lean the head over. It's like, ah. 
just get in there. Yeah. yeah I guess, or regular, but sometimes Tianfu is just like, and I'm like, hi, little girl. And she's like, uh-huh. Vagina. <laughs> you know what I'd like to do right now? I'd like to lick my vagina. Thank you. I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> That's my top of the cob. The freedom to do so. <laughs> my top of the cob is very exciting. I don't know if you saw my Instagram. No, I definitely didn't. Um, I... I'm in the special features on a DVD release Whoa! for a film called Deadly Illusions. They took my episode of my podcast and put it in the special features. So it's a commentary with the actor and director and like editor and then like stills and then oh my, my podcast. And it even says it on the back art and I bought copies at Target. This is huge, Isn't Emily. That so cool? It's that is so, so cool. cool. And you can go- With you and Kristen Davis? No. Oh. <laughs> no. There's, <laughs> no, it's me doing my podcast. But it's on the special features of this DVD because Anna Elizabeth James, who directed and wrote it, is just like, we clicked and she liked it. You know what? That's very cool. It, this is what I've been working towards my whole life as someone who has 800 DVDs in my home to have a DVD that I'm on. What a life. That's- Star status, baby. I'm very excited. It's I'm like so a glad- real physical DVD. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't tune you out. This is great. <laughs> this is exciting. I've been so excited for this time of the cop. When we had our failed recording Tuesday, yeah. I was like, I can't talk about this yet. Congratulations. Thank you. It's very exciting. Um, okay, bottom of the cop. Okay, my bottom of the cop is this. Do you want me to do mine first since yours is sure. going to be fun? My chest has been hurting in my sleep. Ooh. <laughs> but it's fine. It's kind of fun, right? <laughs> like, ooh, what's it going to be? <laughs> Little mouse? Made a home, home in there? Probably. You need to take better care of yourself. Just like my advice earlier. And you need to do cardio. Probably. You need to, you don't have to do like a full power lifting. You need to walk. Yeah. Because I don't see you do that. You don't know what I do. I do. I actually have a pretty good side. Probably (laughs) more than I want to know. Appreciate that your apartment has stairs. Yeah. To you. Mm -hmm. But you need to like take a walk around the block every day. It's hot outside. Yeah. We do it while it's cold. My bottom of the cob is this. There's this, we never go to like brand new restaurant openings. I used to love to do it. Um, And then I met Noah and he was like, no, you're just paying to be a guinea pig for a new restaurant. Like let them get their bearings, then go. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that makes total sense. Um, So there's this new restaurant that opened and Noah made a reservation because we never do that. And he was like, I've heard from people that I trust that this is great. And we walk in and it's a beautiful building and it was very New York and it's a French restaurant. I don't love French food, even though I think they have superior desserts. Yeah. It's very heavy, a lot of butter. I'm just not a French food fan. Um, But we went, a couple things. First of all, I walked in, I noticed everyone was very ugly, which is weird for LA. Where'd they come from? Like Pico, Um, Olympic, Uh, but fine. Whatever, I just noticed that. So we yeah. sit down and it's so cute and romantic in there and they had a beautiful cocktail list, which of course I didn't have. So we sit down and the reservation was under his name and I don't know if he, not knew someone, knew someone, but I think at nice restaurants, they kind of always Google like who made a reservation. So one of the guys comes up to say hi. I don't think he knew who we were. It was just being extra friendly. And before we ordered, they said, this is from our Amaro bar. Now, Amaro is like an aperitif or a digestif that you have, just like a little thing to get you going. It's like a herbaceous alcohol. And it's like less than a shot. You just sip on it like before. And they're like, this is our welcome drink. So they sat down two Amaros. I had a sip of it. I'm not like a huge fan. Um, and we're like, oh, thank you. And I had mentioned about something I couldn't eat. And I said, I'm pregnant. And the waitress was like, oh, she comes back five minutes later. She was like, this is our virgin Amaro. And it was like a fresh squeezed grapefruit juice drink, uh, literally an inch of liquid. Uh-huh. It's just like a little welcome thing. And nice restaurants do that sometimes, like a welcome, whatever. Um, we order the food. It's fine. It's just really heavy. Like we got mussels. Most people think mussels will free. You think it's going to come with 
fries. It didn't. It was just butter and it had no flavor. And you're like, okay, fine. It's still butter and these are really beautiful muscles. Yeah. Fries didn't come. And I was like, hey, we ordered fries. She's like, oh, we were serving them with your meal, which is fully insane because we had ordered like this like chicken schnitzel dish. So it's like fried uh, chicken. So it's like, what psychopath gets like the fried chicken with fries, not for dipping? Okay, I ordered wrong. So she brings the fries out. They're the worst fries I've ever had. And this is a nice restaurant. What are you, t- are we talking a thick cut? Cause I think those are always regular, bad. just like a okay, little, but they were like chewy. Like it was, I've never had oh. fries this bad. I'm like, okay. Like Wendy's fries are better. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> I was like, these weren't great, but of course I'll pay for them. Cause yeah. I just didn't like them. And then she says, I didn't actually fire your main course. Would you like it now? Which is a little weird. But I didn't fire like, like send it to the kitchen. Like she, they course it out. So they, okay. to fire it is to say like fire, like go make it. Yeah. And I'm glad she said that because we didn't want it because it was so fucking heavy. We'd ordered like a tart, which was great. Like the main course was too heavy. Okay. We had the fries. So I was like, you know what? We'd like to skip it. If they haven't made it, we'd love to not do it. Fine. So I was like, we'll just take the bill. Cause we were very full and the yeah. food wasn't that great. And yeah. it was a very packed You're restaurant. Done. On the bill, they charged us for the Amaros. <gasps> How much? Both of the Amaros Plus the virgin no. one that they brought over. Did you just pay because you were like, I want to get out of here? Yes. Because like, what do you, you just like, buy? Part of me was like, ooh, is she salty that we, by the way, it's still like a hundred dollar dinner. Like we didn't get that main course, but Do like, you think that they, that they will say that ap- aperitifs are included with the main course? I don't know. I bet that would be their argument. I got to find out. But also to then bring a third virgin, which isn't your alcohol, it's just fruit. Yeah. And charge for that when I didn't How much ask did they for, charge it? for it. $5? That's $15 of drinks that you didn't want in the first place. How is place. the grapefruit worth the same as the alcohol? I don't one? know. And I get it. It's like, oh, you're a celebrity. But no, your money is your money. And yeah. that's bullshit. And then a friend of mine ate there the next day. And I said, did they bring you in tomorrow? And she said, no. So I don't know what that was, and I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant. <laughs> a prank. That is French and new, but that is fucking weird. That's so weird. I, I bet you they would say, oh, it's complimentary with the main. It should say it on the menu then. Absolutely. Because it wasn't complimentary. I, absolutely. But that would be their workaround. But, but that's also, insane. You just you just get like how much could that have cost them to get you let you don't charge for it because it makes you never want to come back again. I, ne- I was never going to go back anyway because the food was not great. But also to bring a virgin one and be like, and now we're charging. I'm like, I didn't want grapefruit juice. That's the really the most egregious part. If they yeah. just charge you for two, but to charge you for that third one that she brought you without it's you so asking weird. is so weird. And everyone around us was ugly. What a bummer. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.